What's up, everybody? You already know who it is. It is your girl, Latiska Powell, Minister Powell, Podcaster Powell, Author Powell, but it's your homegirl at the end of the day. I have a very special guest today. I will tell you, I've been following her for a while. She has a Freed Hearts organization that touches my soul on so many levels because of I not only have I walked that life, walked that walk, talked that talk, some of my best friends are in the life as well. And her name is Susan. She is an international speaker. She has been on TEDx. She has been on 2020. She has been a little bit of everywhere, NBC. And she's a woman that knows exactly what she is talking about, speaking about. She's done her research. She's a theologist. She has her master's. So it's not like she's just pushed us out of the air. Let me introduce her. Come on in, Susan. Hi there. How are you, Latiska? Thank you for having me here. I am just, I think my daddy, our daddy doing something. <laughs> and he's doing something so big. I'm talking about as far as shifting the consciousness of people. Yes, I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's needed. You, oh, you better tell somebody. You better <laughs> tell somebody. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Just a little bit. Yeah. Well, I was in the evangelical church for 20 years with my family. Didn't grow up in it, but we raised our kids in it. And then, um, and we were teachers and leaders and all the stuff, you know. And then two of our kids came out as queer is the word they use. And mm. we're like, okay, we're not going to be the same in the church again. We knew it. And indeed, we were not. We were told we needed to reject them. <laughs> and so we left the church. And mm. I, I looked at the theology myself. And found it's a whole different story. Jesus has a whole different story than what we were taught at church. And I find that to be the, the same. Like, I'm like, is everybody reading the same story? Because right. I, I just, I, just in my own understanding, that's not what I received from reading. Right. For myself. You know? <laughs> because yeah. he always taught things like, um, don't cross the line, don't trespass, don't throw stones, you know. Yes. Um, look at the look at what's in your eye compared to looking at someone else's splinter. He taught, yes. and he even taught about, you know, not even following the Pharisees and all these religious acts. You know, all of these things yes. are religious acts, and that's not who you are. You are spirit and truth. You yes. know, you are part of something divine and so much bigger. Yes. Yep, that's right. And, and um, Jesus warned against following traditions of men. And that's what we're, we've been doing, what the church has been doing, is traditions of men, you know, to reject any group because you have a prejudice against them. is That's a tradition of man. That's not from Jesus. So, Amen. Yeah. I, I, the concept of it is unbeknownst to me. I made a post the other day about hell. Yeah. And you know I caught hell when I made it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I caught hell when I made the post, but there's the truth. It's the truth. And I said, you know, if you read the original text, see, this is what gets me with the Bible. The Bible says King James Version. 
very plain. Each each Bible says version of something. Right. So just the intelligence inside of me is saying, oh, this is someone's version of what they think to be true. So I'm tapping into another person's consciousness. Yeah. And at the same time, they may have been inspired by God, but they still had that carnal thinking in them at the same time. Yes. And the King James Version to me says, well, I want to be dictated to. That's what kings do. They are dictators. They tell you what to do, how to do it. And if you can or cannot do it. Yes. <laughs> and if God has a message for me, I want to I want to know that it's God speaking. And if someone says, I have a message from you from God, I will mm -hmm. listen. But I'm going to verify that is from God, not just from that person. And, and I think it's so easy that we ask. We can ask the Father yes. anything. Yes, that's right. And I don't believe in, I don't think that God would tell you something about me that he wouldn't tell me about me first. Exactly. Exactly. You know, why exactly. would he just jump over me and say, no, let me tell Lisa first. Right. And, and that's uh, in psychology, they call that triangulating where, you know, you, you tell your daughter's, you tell your daughter about your daughter's husband instead of telling your daughter's husband directly or whatever it is. And that's, okay. you know, or you tell one of your children about the other child. That's triangulating. And God doesn't triangulate with, for me, through some man teacher, <laughs> some traditions of men. You I, know? I, I get it. And then that's another form of projecting, too. And we have, a, we, we deal with projections all day, every day. Yes. Yes. I cannot possibly see you except through my own lens. It's the only... The only way I can see anything is through my lens. And mm -hmm. it brought with it brought in where I was born, how I was raised, what century I live in, what country I'm in. I can't see you outside of that lens or anything outside of that lens. I can learn and grow and expand my lens, but you know, I it's not ever just pure. It's always projection. It's always projection. And then knowing the difference between Right and wrong is only perception. When I say that to people, I'm like, no, you've got to really understand when two people are arguing or in a disagreement, everybody is correct because they're coming there. Everybody's bringing their self to the table. Yeah. And I can say, well, not a, what would not offend someone else, but I can be open enough to understand, okay, they bought their stuff to the table. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> I bought my stuff to the table. So let's go out on this boat and see if we can get a, a understanding that is understood in the midst of the confusion. Yes. Yeah. Um, so our work is to help people find understanding about the LGBTQ community and, you know, beyond all the rhetoric they've heard, all the stuff they've heard from their churches, all the media, social media, you know, and so... It's been really exciting to do that. We feel like we're really doing God's work. So I think fun. you are doing God's work because who created homosexuals? Yeah. What's up under the sun? Yeah. yeah. You know, did, did, did they grind the ground? You know, what they came from the creator. And right. everything that has been will always be, will always exist. Right. And so right. for it's for us to find that love and compassion. And I yeah, understand and we don't like to deal with things we don't understand. That's right. That's right. And it's for us to look and find God's image in that person because they are created in God's image. 
Mm -hmm. and so if we don't see it, that's our lens that's missing. It's not because it's not in there. You're, yeah, like our blind side. Yes. Blindness. Yes. The yes. blindness of the beauty of God. Huh. Yes, yes. Blind to the beauty of God. <laughs> and, and we limit, I mean, that's for real, because we are limiting the expressions that God can actually come through, how he can come through. So in so many ways, we are keeping God in a box. Yes, yes, yes. God is all genders, all shapes, all sizes, all colors, all ethnicities, whatever. If If God is not all of us, then then we can't relate to God. If God only looks this certain way, then that's not my God. How can I be of that God if I'm not represented in that God? Amen. Because omnipresent, omnipotent, you know, yeah. all the all is all the all knowing mind, the all yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I even I even think like the food I eat, the clothes that I wear, nothing could exist. Yes. If it were not for the creator. Yes. Creating through us. Creating everything. Yeah. Through us. Yes. Yeah. So do you um how do you feel about metaphysical teaching? I'm I'm all for it. If uh, depending on what you're thinking about, um, mm -hmm. it fits for me. But tell me you want to tell me what you have in mind? Um you know, it's a new way of thinking, a new age of thinking, which I think is more open-minded than maybe a maybe a Christian or a Lutheran, yes. as far as we believe that God is us through us as us. Yes. And honing and tapping into the divinity of oneself, the sacredness of oneself, the yeah. um, like we were saying, the beauty because the word holy means unique. So the uniqueness of each and one of us, each and every last one of us, like Mark, because it no Matthew, Matthew says, Be ye holy for I am holy. Yes. And getting us as a people or as a nation to see each other yeah. as holy vessels that are carrying the presence of God. Right. Which so, means set apart for God's purpose. We we don't get scared by holy that. Yeah, well, I'm I've I made a mistake, so I'm not holy. No, no, no. It means you're set apart for God's purpose. That that God is working and moving through you, mm -hmm. and that's available to anybody. So holy can get kind of scary, but but you're exactly right. Because holy is only in a perception too. Like, what what is your imagination of what holy is? You know, yes. is holy wearing all white and your hair being long? It's whatever, just like your concept. <laughs> You know, we could go way out there when it comes to how do you perceive words. Right. Right. Because right. we're all individuals. Yeah. Um, Did you have more about I mean, that? Go ahead. Okay, yes. Like in tapping into our own divinity and trying to ex get the word out as far as it's only us that's stopping us from creating the world that some of us may be waiting on God or Jesus to come back and say, yes. yes, we have free will. So we are the creators of the world that we're living in. So if we're talking about uh, pollution. Guess who's doing it? We're talking about um, economics. Guess who's doing it? You know, <laughs> yes. we're talking about violence against other people. 
Well, guess who's doing it? Yeah. And I do, another thing I do not like, I like, don't, don't necessarily like the word they. When you hear people they this and they that, all I see is human being against human being. So until yeah. you can see what I see, I don't know what we're saying. Because there's no they against us. Yes. I don't, that's yeah. a real form of separation. No, it's yeah. us against us on every freaking level. Yes. And for us to see that the world is perfectly harmonious because of our free will. Yeah. Yes. I like that. So well, God, we, God is so much bigger than we can possibly understand. And God does not fit in a Christian box. What kind of God could fit in a Christian box, in a man-made, you know, religious old white men's box. Uh, God does not fit in that box. God's in there too, but that's not where, that doesn't contain God. I had a, a little story about that, that I was, you know, for 20 years in the evangelical church and I, I knew how to pray and I could hear God. I could hear the Holy Spirit speak. And then after this all kind of came apart, after our kids came out and we left the church, and I was talking with a, a more of a spiritual spirit spiritist okay. and talking about how to really connect with spirit. And so this, this was kind of the metaphysical stuff you were talking about. And the, he gave us all 10 minutes to just do that. And so I did, and I really heard an answer to what I was asking about. And I said, you know what? I've heard you as, as a Christian for 20 years, and now I'm hearing you now and it sounds the same tell me what that was about and it was like i could hear god laughing saying of course it's me of course it's me it's the same god that i was in that box with you because that's where you were mm -hmm. but now you've expanded i've expanded you and i'm out here of course i'm a, as big as the whole universe mm -hmm. what what else would i be and it just was like oh my gosh god will will join you in your box but only a piece, you know, it's only just a little representation of God. God is so much bigger. God's the God to all of us. So that was just, it was really encouraging with, you know, don't be afraid to go outside of the box. God's outside the box. And Psalms 139 says, I am wherever you are. And yeah. that is consciously, wherever your consciousness is, I yes. am there with you. Yeah. You know? So even if I'm, Let's say I'm on a lower uh, consciousness, you know, and I'm walking through and I don't yeah. have respect for human life and, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm angry all the time. Guess what? I am that. Yeah. And then as I rise into compassion and understanding and opening my heart, I am also that. Yes. And I wave, you know, I go through the yin and yang with you. I am yes. that too. And it's yeah. a beautiful freaking story to me when you think about how huge God's mind is compared yes. to yes. just the little bit of things that we have to break away from. From I was raised Christian, right? So me questioning everything, do you know how hard that is? Yes. You know, yes. come out of it. Yeah. I know. I hear from people all the time who they know now that they're not going to hell, that there is no hell to go to, but they're terrified anyway. And they're just, because that old programming is just so, so, so deep. Mm -hmm. so, and it's but, like scared to live and scared to die. 
Yeah. You know, you're scared to be free. You're scared to be totally liberated and accept yourself as you are. Yes. And you, you're scared to transition because you're not too sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's on the other side. But I, yeah. do, I do believe that once we drop it from our consciousness and it's no longer there, the only thing that is there is the all of whatever infinite possibilities may be yeah. on the end. Like if you believe yeah. in heaven, if you think a heaven is there, I'm quite yeah. sure he can be your heaven. Yeah, I mean, heaven is is a word to contain infinity mm -hmm. and beyond this body manifestation right this minute, you know? Um, so it's, I don't know. We've got pictures of heaven too, and and that even is so limited. But heaven it's is saying, concepts. Everything is no more than perception, right. right? You know, whatever you saw growing up, whatever you heard growing up, and the, whatever you were around as you grew up, all of that planted seeds, and those seeds had to grow, and those seeds, some of those seeds you passed on to your children. I know I passed on a few things to my children. Yes, not not all necessarily. Oh, that's right. Bad, bad things. <laughs> because I don't believe in good and bad either. I think everything is an experience. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you don't go through a, a, a difficult experience, how can you gain yeah. wisdom? Yes, that's right. You're right. So everything just cannot be like, la, la, la. No, you have to experience life to gain wisdom. Yeah. Yep. I've had my share of those too. <laughs> the, the, uh, those wise moments the wisdom flowing in that's right of like yeah. oh my gosh i had no idea yeah and those epiphanies now i i i have had a lot of those aha moments like when something actually clicked spiritually inside of me and like yeah. light came on I was like, yes that's what that means yes oh when i got to go tell the world yes i like that but realizing <laughs> that even, even as I tell the world, if they're not consciously where I am, I'm just reaffirming within myself. Yeah. And it taps back into, well, it just gets all given to you according to your belief. And my firm, this is my firm belief, why not believe the very best? If life yeah. is given you according to your belief, why not make up your life and create yeah. it? in a blissful type of way and have a mind like a child and walk through heaven all day. Yeah. Whatever's good, noble, of good report, mm -hmm. praiseworthy, think on these things. That's exactly right. You know, yeah. they, and they, they abound when you think on them. What They abound. They get bigger and bigger. The more you think about good things, the bigger they become, the more you have of them. And when you think about the problems, they multiply as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I will tell you, this is another thing. I was taught scarcity growing up. I was too, so bad. Oh, when I tell you that was the hardest thing for me to. Yes. Oh my God, it was so hard. Yes. And I was, I was in a conference, and you may laugh at this. I was in a conference maybe a year ago, and the spirit had me come out of my mouth and say, you know, at some point in time, you got to realize that our ancestors were slaves and somebody was a slave and they decided that they wanted to be a pastor and they began <laughs> teaching people. 
Yeah. Even though they didn't really know how to read and understand yeah. what they were reading, but they made the decision to become a teacher. Yes. And there's so many people that have, that I know of, that have never went to school, never studied the textbook because their grandfather was a pastor and, and they're just generationally carrying the same message over and over and over. Yes. And I think we should look at it. I think everybody should look at religion deeper, you know, on a real spiritual level. Like, is this real? Because I even wondered about the book. Have you wondered about the book, Susan? Like, why was this book created? Was it really necessary to have a book? Yeah, I have wondered about that. And I've wondered, what is it for now? What What's it really supposed to be for? And I... I think it was just written as a history of a people going through really hard times, really oppression mm -hmm. and slavery, you know, and being dispersed in the nations and, and broken apart as people. Um, and, and it was a book of their history, but now it's, it's turned into supposedly, you know, like God wrote it with, his own finger. And that is just not how it ever was meant to be interpreted. The people who wrote it didn't interpret it that way. Paul would be rolling over in his grave to see what we've done with this letters that we've replaced Jesus's good news of the gospel, which was mind blowing in the day. And it still is if we would actually hear it. And, and we've replaced that with Paul because Paul gave us rules to follow. Mm -hmm. But he was moving a, a people through the Roman, you know, occupation. He was trying to help them survive. It's a completely different purpose than today when Christians have more privilege than they know what to do with. And there's still a say, back then they were we were as a people, very privileged people, but totally disconnected from how privileged. We truly are. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, and that's that's the message that I think I I know I am working to get out, and I think you are too, of just you're privileged as a child of God, as and anyone that's anyone who it's anyone, and mm -hmm. if you access it, then you can appropriate it for yourself. You know, if you choose, if you know that God is there for you then you can enjoy all the benefits of knowing that, you know, if somebody just funnels you money, but you never know, it's kind of, you just think it just is there. You don't enjoy the relationship like you mm -hmm. do if you know that person. And when you know God, then all the blessings you get anyway are so magnificent then in that relationship. And knowing that all you have to do is turn just sometimes, and I've I've seen in my life that I I turned away times that I turned away, but then I've also noticed those same times I turned to God and actually had a conversation, and prayers were answered. Things began yeah. to happen. Yeah, and to to share the message to people. Don't think that you're torn or. God does not love you or God is ashamed of you or anything Never. you've ever done. I Never. promise you, all is forgiven. God loves you, wants to hear your voice, wants to know. I already, well, already know your name because it's written in the palm of his hand. Yeah. You already know.
knows your name, but he wants to hear your voice and he wants to hold a conversation with yeah. you. And sometimes yeah. even about you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just open enough to be open with the father. Sit on the father's or the mother's lap. Because I yes. know you have to give and receive. And God is both giver and receiver. So God is ultimately the all. Cannot just yeah. be male. Has to be female. And just like us. We have male and feminine energies inside of us. Yeah. Everything is equal in the spiritual way. Yeah. You know, in a very spiritual way. Like he created everything equal. Yeah. Yeah. So God has to be yeah. Even down to the estrogen and the testosterone and the bones that we have, and how many veins and the blood. Yes, everything is just for you. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's an orchestra. Yes. Yes, it is. That body of Christ, that body of humanity, we are we are a body. And we we cut off the toe. Our ear feels it, you know. We can't. Mm -hmm. When we destroy each other, it hurts us. We don't necessarily recognize that. But we should, because at the end, like when you look at human being to human being, taking, you know, life, life from life, I appreciate the song that it sings like, okay, you took a life, so now your life has been changed because you've taken a life. But how many lives were changed by the life that you took? And so how it's all like a freaking pile of music when you look at a beautiful <laughs> life. It really is. It's like, oh, awesome yes. when you get out of the way. You know, just get out of the way and understand that God is doing so much bigger than you yeah. could even possibly think. Why even fuss and argue about it? Because the yeah. plan is so much bigger. You never know why that particular soul or what that particular soul came to do in the first place. Yes, yes. Yes, and I, I think people like to control, like to do that because it gives them control and power and money to create an enemy and then protect people from that enemy. It's just this, you know, way that we, I don't know, we like to gain control and power um, but that's not where my heart is or your heart is. And then that darker energy of fear, like yeah. yes, that's right. God didn't give you a spirit of fear, that's but fear is fed to you on a daily basis. Yes, yes. It's almost like the consciousness abides in fear. Yes, yes. And and God is love. We keep hearing God is love. Mm -hmm. And you said God's not ashamed of anyone. And God is just like love looking for a place to happen. And when we walk, when we, we experience ourselves in God's presence, we can't help experiencing the love that God is that because that's who God is. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like, well, God is, God is ashamed of me. So now I'm not like, I have changed God's character because God doesn't love me because I did a certain thing that would, that would be ludicrous. Amen. Yeah. And God so many people, so many people have committed suicide just because of those thoughts. Yes. So many people have tried to harm themselves yes. because of that hell and you need to get right conversation. You know, God yeah. is not pleased with you. 
you know, yes. that kind of conversation. And who That's, are you to say God's not pleased with me, right? <laughs> yes, because you're not pleased with me. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. Don't exactly. use the word God. And right. people, we use God. We yes. really use God as human beings. And it's for whatever, whether the purpose is for the good of humanity or for a select group of people. Right. We love to use that word God. Right. Yeah. And it's that's spiritual abuse. Mm -hmm. You know, it's I think it's, it's a form of witchcraft too. I'm just gonna call it what I say. You know what I see it is. I think it's a form of witchcraft because yeah. you cannot and I, I'm back to beliefs, you cannot believe in a loving, unconditional, loving God, right? Unconditional throws everything into the abyss. Yeah. And created you before the foundation of earth. You just cannot hold this in your hand and then hold. Oh, but he'll torture you and he's going right. to judge you. Right. And you that's right. That's, that's right. You can't. Nothing that supports that. Yeah. That, that, that is not a God of love. That's right. And you have got to choose. And I think in, in our consciousness, you have to consciously choose to understand that God is love. And once you understand that God is love, who are you and how are you showing up on the planet yes. to prove yes. that God is love? Because God is in you. So let yeah. me see God in you come through. Yeah. yeah. And so you can be the love that you, that God is through you and just be that everywhere you go. And, you know, that's, that's the goal for us is I think is to, is to continue to, to understand, to live out what it means to be love the way God mm -hmm. is love. Okay. So, Yeah. And how many ways can you experience love? Because yeah. I even with word itself is so fast. Yes. In itself, knowing that the duality of love is hate. Yes. And from the hate, how many degrees? How many degrees does it take you to get from a pure state of love? That mean accepting everything. It's nothing that I see wrong with anything. I'm just, just, just pure acceptance. How many degrees within yourself does it take to get to the other side? That's a good question. It's a good question. And I, <clears throat> I do think that love means to accept people as they are with room for who they may become. So mm -hmm. there's room for change in there. But when oftentimes people will mishear that and I get questions all the time where they think, oh, well then, you know, my mother thinks that I should, a girl says, you know, my mother thinks I should marry a guy now and not be, and so I can be straight. So how do I love her and accept her as she is? But I need to be true to myself. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Well, ex accepting someone as they is, as they are, doesn't mean you do whatever they're telling you to do. You know, you just to accept them is like, I see she is homophobic against me and she's never going to change that. So now I know who she is at this moment. She may change, but mm -hmm. right now, and then I can make my choices from there. It doesn't mean you let, in other words, you don't let somebody beat you because that's how they're showing up to you at the moment because they're a beater and you have to accept that. By accepting it, you're like, so I'm leaving now mm -hmm. because I see what you have done to me and want to do to me, so I'm leaving. Does that make sense? 
It does. Yeah. yeah. So accepting someone doesn't mean you then accept any behavior they put toward you. It just means mm-hmm. you recognize them and then you move forward with your own decision. <laughs> yeah. I see you, but I'm not going to deal with you. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I I you. Be, yeah, yeah. I'm going to set some boundaries when it comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's love too. It, it And it's love for yourself. It's loving yourself greater than to, like you were saying, to be abused. I love myself too much to be abused. Yeah. And you're not here to be abused. That's not your purpose here. Anybody. Yeah. Wow. And so <clears throat> that's right. Yeah. I've just, I had a client maybe two weeks ago and the client was telling me that they wanted to do the full transformation from male to female. And the only thing that stopped them from doing the whole transformation was their mother. Hmm. The mother was a a pastor and didn't want to bring any backlash to her life. And I said, at the end of the day, she's done everything she wanted to do. Yeah. Now, why would you not enjoy your life? She's done everything she's ever wanted to do. Right. And Mm -hmm. she's focused on herself. She's not focused on loving her son Mm -hmm. by preventing him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, are they going to transition? (laughs) He is thinking about it. He's crying. He's been crying for the past, I guess, like two weeks. They just really thinking about it. And I'm like, like, you know, you have to love yourself to the point where, okay, and what you have him email me. (laughs) Okay, I will. I um, sure will. Yeah, because. what he's seeking from her, he's seeking acceptance from her. But even if he gets it by not transitioning, it's not, that's not really acceptance then. It's not acceptance of who he is. It's acceptance of her image of who he is. And he, he she's just, he, she's objectifying him to be somebody who doesn't make her look bad, turning him into an object in her oh. life. Well, but I was sure, I'm going to surely give you, because we had a whole, he's one of my yeah. bitches too, we had a whole consultation, and I actually yeah. held his hand, and you know, we asked, you've got to understand, it's okay to be you. Yes. It's, you were born here to be you. You weren't look, born here to be your mother's image of you. And look, I don't want to be my mother. I made a video, yeah. I don't even, when I realized I was my mother, you know, parts of her was coming, as I say, yeah. beating through me. Yeah. I, I did some mirror work. No, I want to be Latiska. Yes. I don't want to be my mother to anybody. Not saying yeah. she's a bad person. Not saying that. Of course, but she's not you. I, right. <laughs> I'll yeah. just be myself and not allow her to come through. I understand my ancestors come through. You know, I understand. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily know them, but I yeah. know her. Right. And there may be good points where you see yourself and you're like, I'm glad I inherited that from my mother, but, mm-hmm. but be her. And I, it, my mother died a long time ago. So I, I have very little memory of her, but um, my uh, girls, I'm like, God knows I want you to be free of whatever you, you know, got from me, whatever you got that you love. I'm, I'm glad for you to adopt, but don't, you know, I want them not to try to recreate me and they don't, but I'm just saying, you know, that I didn't come here to give birth to three little Susans. I came oh. to give birth to these other children. Yes. 
and no. let the, the let those three be individuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have and five then, kids, but I was thinking of the three that were born mm -hmm. as girls. Anyway, yeah, it's it's a journey being a mother, isn't it? Oh my gosh! Because we don't get a handbook. We have no no clue what we're gonna do. You know, as as yeah. the situations pop up, we have no idea. Yeah. What to do? You know, we can pick up the phone and call somebody and ask the question. But as things happen, baby, we, it just the, the information comes to us. That's the infinite intelligence. The infinite intelligence just flows. Right. And I do this to that. Yeah, Susan, I do appreciate you coming on to the show. Please tell us how that we can how we can keep in contact with freehearts.org. Yeah, just you can go right to the website. Everything we do is on there. We have a podcast. We have beloved adventure courses online. We have um, a YouTube channel. I have books. I'm writing another book. I'm writing my memoir right now, which is really great. It's going to be called Death and Everything. But <laughs> I, have, I have several other books, Mom, I'm Gay, and other books. Anyway, but all of the stuff that you want is right there at freedhearts.org, all on the website. So, um, But it's very fun, and you can contact me there. We have um, online support groups for moms and for dads and so of LGBTQ, so they can uh, contact me and get in those groups just to find support. Um, we have online support group for LGBTQ, just you know to find support on their journey. So we have a lot of things that we do. It's all on the website. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> I look, and I hadn't even been on the website. And I want you guys to follow her on Facebook, Read Hearts. Go yes. on over to the page because you may not be, you know, a homosexual, but you may have a family member that is. It's yeah. about supporting the people that you love. Yeah. Okay. And you surely have people in your life who are. Yes. Mm -hmm. You want to be a co-worker, anybody. I don't know. But you know. Yeah. yeah. Get the you information and pass it on. I don't know what you're going to do with it, but, you know, help yeah. somebody else. And I have a TED Talk, too. That's on the website as well. So. Uh -huh. Just remember that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this is a joy to be on your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, when when you said yes, it was tears coming out of my eyes. Aw, God oh, bless you. I said, Daddy, thank you so much. <laughs> I said, Daddy, thank you so much because just going on your page, again, yeah. it's like yeah. we share the same exact heart because I just don't see who everybody else sees. I've experienced something totally yeah. different. Yes. Well, I'm, I am, you know, I love to partner with people with the same heart, you know, cause it's a heart of love and our world needs that very, very much. Amen. So yeah, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Okay. Hey, give us a second, you guys. You know what I got to play my outro, Susan? Hold on. All right.